welcome back to Main Street Sports Today, where we do take on the sports topics that you care about with all of the best guests from around the country. And our next one is among those. Well, he's not necessarily from around the country. No. It's just kind of in but our he, backyard. But but he, well, I mean, that, yeah, which is in the country, <laughs> technically. But you sure. you just pulled a mo on mo. Listen, he's gotten he's gotten on me twice now about technicalities. Yeah, twice. That's good. Well, just pull pull, pull up the mirror. Tip. Yeah, just pull up the mirror. <laughs> Joe Rexrode of the Athletics with us here on Main Street Sports today. Joe, I'm going to try to keep you out of our ridiculousness and uh, <laughs> I think just, he- just just get you in here. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'm all about ridiculousness. <laughs> You're in the right place. Um, <laughs> no question there. <laughs> Joe, uh, we we lost one Tennessee basketball team last weekend. We lost another one this weekend, and I think this one was probably a little bit more predictable. Is that fair to say? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. In fact, going in, even uh, – even knowing that uh, you know Kelly Harper's team had two you know home games to win to get to the second weekend, I still would have uh, given the men's team a, a definite better shot at getting the second weekend than the women's team, just because Jordan Horston uh, such a key part of everything they do. Uh, but I'll say, Mo, well, I thought uh, you know, obviously you can always look at things, some of these turnovers and you know little mistakes. But Louisville also forces a lot of that, and they put a lot of pressure on you. But I was pretty impressed for a lot of that game, how they hung in there. Full disclosure, I did not get to see the game because I was watching the high school all-star game over in Lebanon. But what, 76-64, the final there as as top seed Louisville ends the season for number four seed Tennessee in the Wichita Regional Um like you said, they had some injuries that they had to deal with over the course of the season, but um, turnovers were an issue for this team all year. And then when you play against a Louisville team that plays as well defensively as they did, it was just a in in a matchup driven postseason. This probably wasn't a very good one for UT. Yeah. Just yeah, Louisville's defensive aggression. We know that Tennessee's had these turnover issues all year, so from that perspective, it wasn't uh, great. And they definitely, you know, they they definitely they mixed it up, but at times they really turned on the pressure, and um, and it bothered Tennessee. Some, you know, it's like with against a lot of teams though, when Tennessee was able to protect the ball and then especially get it inside. And it wasn't a great day for that because, you know, Tamari Key did not have a lot of shots. Whenever she has a certain number of shots, like basically they don't lose this year. They hadn't lost much, you know. She didn't get a lot of those, but they had some, you know, some matchups in their favor too. It was a tough day for Alexis Dye, who has been so great during the postseason in particular. I think she's kind of stepped up and taken on some of the Jordan Horston um, responsibilities. But, she, you know, she's had a tough day, tough day uh, – uh, missing some shots he normally makes and, and turning the ball over and stuff like that. So um, I would definitely say, you know, this this game was an example of a speed difference, you know, that uh, the Tennessee could use a little bit more speed. Now, they do have some freshmen 
who have that. And as they grow, you know, I think that helps them. But but I think next year's team probably will have more of that. And then they certainly uh, can can use that if they want to get deeper, which I think next year's team will have a chance to do. When you look at this program as it sits, and I thought Kelly Harper's response to the question of if the Sweet 16 was the new standard, you know, I thought her response was fantastic. You know, she came to Tennessee as a player to win championships. She's there as a coach to win championships. And it feels like she has certainly taken the strides necessary in her short time to get this program back to that level in the near future. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny because I think, I think from, you know, from day one, which, you know, she had to anticipate, but that's what's, that's the question, you know, and, and it's, and it's been a question for a long time. Like, when's it coming back? And it's just, it's a different landscape. It is. I mean, look, South Carolina, which I think is about to win the whole thing is the new headlining program of this league. And this league is, um, the best league and it's loaded and there's just more talent out there. And it's, you, you know, you're going to have less dominance, which I think is great, but also like there's that, when is Tennessee going to come back? And I don't think it's ever going to be like it was again. I, I mean, I think that's a good thing for the sport. Um, but, no, there's any doubt. I mean, if you look at, you know, three years of Kelly Harper, I think that I think you definitely see steps toward um, being a champ. You know, a, a team that can win an SEC championship, a team that can get to the Final Four. Um, and I, it looks, you know, to me like there's a more. It, it seems to me, and I, and I have to say this, not having watched all of the Holiday Warlick era, but it seems like there's a little bit more coherent plan, a little bit more emphasis on you know, how players will fit together rather than just bringing in talent. That's one thing that I or, or not bringing I feel in like talent. Clear... Or, or not bringing in talent, Joe, because <laughs> I, if you are a UT fan, you're never going to get over the fact that Ryan Howard got out of Bradley Central High School, went by your campus to go to the University of Kentucky. Yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. And that's a huge miss. I guess I still thought that Holly had very talented teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just, yeah, they were, they, yeah, some of her teams were, but, uh, yeah. Th- and, and look, we'll see. I mean, next year on paper, Tennessee, I think has the, the ingredients to be, you know, a top 10, maybe top five kind of team, but you don't know how it's all going to fit together. Ricky Jackson from Mississippi state, how, you know, how's that going to work with Horston back? And, um, like you mentioned the other day on Twitter, Mo, that, you know, a, Jazzy uh, Powell from uh, from Minnesota, the point guard. Yeah, from from Minnesota. Um, it looks great, but you know we'll see. I mean, but it seems like so far Kelly Harper has been really good at identifying you know what she wants all the way around in a player. You know, Kean Green is an example of a really good find for her in the portal because you have to. I mean, sometimes it's obvious. Like, yeah, the, the top scorer in the SEC, yes. But also, you know, good role players who are going to be great in your locker room too. So we'll see. But it looks promising next year. Joe, I want to talk to you and kind of switch gears. I'm not sure if uh, we were really expecting to 
bring this up today, Joe, but um, it appears the the governor of Tennessee has at least made his thoughts known on what the state would be willing to do to help the Tennessee Titans build a new stadium in Nashville. So have you seen the $500 million proposal that, uh, that they put together? Well, just what, you know, what Nate Rao reported for Axios.com. And, uh, I have had some conversations since then. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, this is not some something that that uh, Governor Lee's doing in a vacuum. You know, I mean, this is this is uh, I think a plan, and I think that I think this goes along with what the Titans have kind of concluded, which is, um, you know, before my understanding was they weren't even thinking about something like this because of the funding question. Um, I think a big part of, I mean, this you know to simplify this. I read this as, you know, you can have the new stadium and we're going to help. And then we're also going to benefit because it's going to be enclosed and we're going to have final fours and national championship games. And we're going to have the biggest concerts now year round in Nashville and so on and so forth. And, you know, the hotels are going to be packed at all times and there's going to be, and also there's going to be mixed use development around there as well uh, to make it, you know, to make it, uh, worthwhile for uh, for more than just the Titans. So, uh, but I think you know once and again, I, you know, who knows how it all went down exactly. But I think Amy Adams Strunk was resolved to just um, you know to to just renovate because frankly, because it was so costly to think about a new stadium, certainly a new enclosed stadium. The renovations turned out to be a lot more than they anticipated. You know that that, that was the word from the Titans, and uh, so here we are and it looks like it's uh you know i mean i think something's going to happen tomorrow that that 500,000 or 500,000 500 million be, uh, will get added three extra zeros budget. joe and uh <laughs> yes yes those zeros are very important That's yeah right. yeah and uh you know and then i think you you can see how it could without knowing exactly everything else you can see how um it could come together um you know, how much is the new, how much, what's the total price tag? You know, I wouldn't expect there'd be a two in front of it, but it might be like one point, you know, six billion. I mean, how much did the NFL just give the bills for theirs? They just gave the bills a pretty good chunk. So there's another 1.4 1. 1. Uh, for the bills. Yep. And that was open air. But yeah, so that's the total cost. But then the NFL just voted to give them a certain amount, which I imagine the Titans are very much. The NFL gave them two hundred right? so, million through the G four loan program. There you go. There you go. So a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, you know, and uh, look, I mean, I don't know what you guys think. I uh, I think as soon as the Titans leaked it to Nate, or, or I'm sorry, somebody leaked it to Nate a few weeks ago. It was pretty clear that this is the the way they were going. Mm-hmm. This is what they wanted to do, and I, you know, that is a change, and that is more appealing to the city. It just is. I mean, you know, I I believe that Nashville will. I I don't think like we'll just get a Final Four, get a Super Bowl. I think we'll be in the rotation on these things now. 
Well, it's um, funny you say that, I Joe, because I, I was just getting ready to ask you, is it as simple as if Nashville gets an enclosed stadium that all of this stuff is going to follow? So your answer is yes. I mean, it, I, I'd be absolutely shocked if it wasn't that simple because from a, from an, just in terms of the, the city as an event city, I mean, I, I, look, it, it's been, I think, I think Nashville has proved itself many times over now. And, uh, the draft was huge for that. Stanley Cup final, all that, you know, even the all-star game before that, the hockey all-star game. But, um, I mean, look at Indianapolis. I've been to Indianapolis for many, many, um, events because they, got themselves to a great point. They've got a nice setup. It's a great walking city. They have the hotel rooms and all that stuff. I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I think we blow them away as an event city. And we have a lot of the same advantages. So now that there are rooms that can actually, and in there, I know they keep building them. They can't build them fast enough, but <clears throat> I, I think, it, I think it will be that simple model. I really do. I think, uh, um, final four, you know, I mean, right now I think Indy gets it about every five years. Um, I would not be surprised to see us get it, I mean, if not that frequently, somewhat frequently. And then, you know, do you get – then it's like do you get just like the occasional like championship game or do you actually get into some kind of a you know, rotation with however it looks in the future? I don't know that answer. But I think Super Bowl too. I think the Super Bowl could be – that one's interesting because, you know, they still like it to be in more reliable warm weather spots if possible, you know, so maybe it would be a little bit more infrequent like Minneapolis, but um, I think it'll happen at least more than once. Wow. Yeah, and I ask that, Joe, because uh, of the folks here, JP and I are the only natives, and, and I grew up just outside of Nashville, obviously, and so to see Nashville on that stage being considered in that light is is something that I just never would have anticipated, and and even now living it, it's it's just a little stunning to hear that that's the way this city is regarded on a national radar. I guess so. I mean, I guess it's it's kind of cool as long as you don't have to drive down there. <laughs> exactly yeah it's pretty wild yeah well maybe you know maybe eventually every bachelorette party in the world will not come here but then we'll get more sports <laughs> stuff here it'll be a win-win for everybody <laughs> no doubt no doubt good luck uh, yeah, luck, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Joe or maybe we'll just have it all yeah yeah there we go joe rectrode of the athletic with us here on main street sports today um we talked earlier, Joe, about the Final Four, um, the men's Final Four. Oh, what are your quick thoughts about that as we go out? Well, it's wild. So I'm in a, you know, like a, I do like a family pool now. You know, we got like the kids all in it. Uh, but, you know, we have all the nieces, nephews and everything. So um, it's amazing to think about the names in the Final Four. Duke, Carolina, Kansas, Villanova, not one person in my pool has a champion a lot and now maybe maybe we're just a wacky family but i don't know man it's a whole bunch of dona and gonzaga and some kentucky and some tennessee and you know it's it's kind of wild that even though it looks all of a sudden like we had this chalky final four 
don't, I don't know many people who, who are looking too good in their brackets right now. You know, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of wild. So it's actually, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a surprising finish than, than it looks like. Mm-hmm. And then it'll probably be remembered as down the road, you know, but look, um, yeah, like Villanova and they may, they, yeah, <laughs> you know, Villanova, it's like, I don't love watching teams that play that slow, but by God, they're so good and they're so solid. I mean, Jay Wright's 23 since 2016 in this tournament. Uh, you could say, you could argue that's the best program right now in college hoops. Now, of course, they lose Justin Moore. I, I just, I don't know. I keep thinking they're going to lose and they don't. You know, Michigan misses a bunch of layups. Houston has, I mean, they're one from 20 from three. And I mean, mm-hmm. 10 of them were clean as you get and they missed them all. You know, so maybe there's a little luck involved. I just I feel like Kansas, the way they played in the second half, that's a scary team. And then, yeah, look, I would not have picked Duke UNC as, yeah, I really want to see this. But now that we've got it, I'm intrigued. <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> the no question. UNC, yeah, I mean, UNC got to have a parade because they had sent, you know, they, they told Coach K to get out of here, buddy. In your face in their final meeting, and now, nope, he actually now it's not their final meeting. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's kind of fun, I must say. So, um, so I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, look, I I was hoping St. Peter's would continue. I can't believe still that they beat Purdue, and then it looked like yesterday, all of a sudden, they were a team that was playing with expectations, which is not what you want because, like, you should still remember your St. Peter's and go play loose and free, and all of a sudden, they're out there missing layups, but. Hey, I mean, North Carolina is playing great basketball right now. It, it, this is a great, especially those two teams, especially them, a you know, great example of, um, you know, how teams can grow during a year. And you can't give up on a team, even if they're just terrible in mid-January. If they can get in, they can get hot. Michigan being another pretty good example. No doubt. Joe, thank you, man. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to talking to you again sometime soon. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. See you guys. The Buffalo Bills, 30-year deal, $1.4 billion, 10,000 fewer seats than before, so 62,000. It's open air. Open air in Buffalo. Had had to be for yeah. Buffalo, right? They, they weren't going to have yeah. anything but, but they do have covered seats. So the seats will be covered kind of like Seattle. Mm, okay. Um, $600 from the state. 250 million from the county, 850 total million dollars. 61% of the cost would be the the most public financing for any sports stadium in the history of the country. Professional sports. So the Bills will only put 350 in. Less if the if the Bills didn't put a dime in, it would still cost them more than a billion dollars. That's ridiculous. Mm. Anyway. When we come back, we'll get our final thoughts of the day. So stick around on Main Street Sports today. 